Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kava. I'm Marta. And I'm Michael. Um, today is really exciting. We have our two biggest fans with us here today. We do. We have two special guests. Uh, our dads. Our dads. <laughs> and we're talking about um, Bob Dylan. Um, we all, I think me and Michael both grew up listening to Bob Dylan from our dads. And we decided to have them on the show today to kind of talk about Bob Dylan and his importance. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, um, so people don't think I'm crazy. Um, I call my dad Tata. Um, that's just a Polish thing. It's not. That's what I'm saying when I say that. Um, I don't want people to think <laughs> Good I'm disclaimer. like. I don't want people to think I'm like crazy. Um, All right. Yeah. We've got um, some questions. Yeah. Don't we? Okay. okay. Tata. When did you start listening to Bob Dylan? I actually don't know this answer. Well, my name's David, oh, yeah. and I'm Marta's father, <laughs> very proud father, and I really enjoyed listening to her show. But uh, I started listening to Dylan when I was in college, which was in the 80s. So I am not, well, I guess I'm actually a baby boomer because I was born in 64, but I don't really consider myself a baby boomer because I didn't grow up. I don't feel like I grew up in the 60s. You know, um, so I don't have that, you know, deep relationship with Bob Dylan as part of my growing up, you know, as part of, you know, as a voice of my generation. So I kind of see him differently than that. I know I have friends who do see him that way and, and we kind of argue about that. But uh, but I guess it was back in the 80s when I was in, in college that I started listening to him. Wow, very cool. And same question to my dad. When did you start listening to Bob Dylan? And you can introduce yourself if you'd like. Sure, I'm Will, and I am Michael's dad. I live in Santa Clara, California. And um, I started listening to Bob Dylan. Actually, I first uh, listened to a record of his in high school. My high school had a one where he was playing with the band the band called The Band. and But that didn't really take until a friend of mine, um, whose name is also Dave, um, uh, gave me a recording of Blood on the Tracks. And that's really what hooked me. And, um, you know, I've been li- listening to ever since. Is Blood on the Tracks your favorite album? Boy, uh, it's a, that's a really tough one. I, 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 I you know, it, 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 it may be, it, it, it probably is but you know there's so many songs of his that i think are so great and actually don't really uh even though i listen to him all the time i don't really know his albums because most of the music i listen to was just mm-hmm. uh, recorded for me by a friend mm-hmm. on a on a cassette mm-hmm. and and i didn't really know what the album cover looked like i just know what the music was mm-hmm. so but i did know huh. blood on the tracks and and you know with all the great songs that have uh, Probably so. The Spotify playlist of our. Oh yeah, the Spotify <laughs> playlist of, of our generation, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, send me your playlist and you know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Um, Dang. How do you have a favorite album? Blood on the Tracks is my favorite album. I think it's. Oh. Okay. It has some of his most beautiful songs. Okay. Uh, it has love songs on it. Uh, I think the great thing about Bob Dylan is that. No matter what mood you're in, 
you know, if you, uh, you know, are down because, you know, you lost your love or uh, you just want to rock out because uh, you're upset about something <laughs> or if you want to, uh, you're feeling strongly like about, you know, the current political situation, you can find whatever you want and listen to it and somehow that will speak to you. You can always find something in Dylan mm -hmm. that will speak to you no matter how you're feeling at that moment in time. It's kind of the great thing about him. That brings me to like his interviews where he's like, um, where they're asking him, what's the, what's the meaning behind your songs? And he just like, whatever you want it to mean. I don't, <laughs> I just no write the lyrics. Exactly. I don't, I don't know the me. He didn't really. Yeah, it was like more of a stream yeah. of consciousness. Yep. In the beginning. Yeah. And he didn't even like, I don't know. He, he wanted the audience to kind of feel it for themselves and be able to interpret it how they wanted it, not really be mm -hmm. defined to one specific meaning, which I think is also really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of true for all literature. That's what makes, you know, great literature is that it's for all time, mm -hmm. you know, not just for the time that he's living in. Yeah. That's something that can speak to people, you know, all, of all times, of all generations. Yeah. Um. Oh, should I ask? Yeah, you should. My dad? Yeah. Why do you like Bob Dylan? Well, um, I guess I, 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 you know, I like both of both his music and his lyrics it's completely mm -hmm. separately. Um, I mean, they're, he's really, really great at both. Um, but, uh, you know, what really stays are the lyrics and, um, you know, as we were just saying, he, he he never tries to explain them. And if anything, he, he walks away from the idea that they do have meaning. Um, but, you know, after Dylan, a whole generation of musicians was spawned, mm -hmm. people trying to be Dylan. Mm -hmm. And when they try to be Dylan, it just sounds, it just doesn't work. But somehow he pulls it off. And I don't know how, but it sounds like he's being genuine and he's actually saying something that's meaningful to him. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, so the lyrics, they, 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 they work. They don't seem like they're forced mm -hmm. or they're, that he's trying to be a, the, you know, the spokesperson for a generation. It just seems like it's his own thoughts uh, coming out. Mm -hmm. So that's what I appreciate about him. Mm -hmm. Do you think he's a good singer? Me, I, yeah. I I love his voice. Love his voice. Absolutely love his voice. Um, I I um and you know it's changed, of course. Um, and and it's yeah. even changed. You know, I know he did that one album where he sounded like a crooner or something. I, I don't I think know. We're what, listening to that. On the way. That was my even. I had a college roommate oh who um, Clay, and and he he uh, i would play dylan all the time and he had no interest in dylan but then i played mm -hmm. this album and he said well if he sang like that all the time that would be okay <laughs> um, what was that album um I, I forget the name of it but uh it had like when the locusts sang and all that kind of stuff but um but 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 i like all of the all of the different voices that he's had and and even the voice that he has now um you know i i, I i'm fine with it yeah. Mm. yeah and you like my dad like you like the like the old leonard cohen mm -hmm. stuff which is mm -hmm. like kind of similar Ooh. to like bob dylan I like, now i like leonard cohen yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's like same voice and stuff 
Well, well no, I wouldn't say the same voice. Mm, okay. You're thinking of Tom Waits. <laughs> that would be very similar. But yeah, I love Bob Dylan's voice. I like mm -hmm. I love it because it's so unique, so mm -hmm. different. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, you can tell right away that it's not something manufactured, which a lot of singers have done now, you know, mm -hmm. where their voices are, you know, synthesized or whatever. Uh, definitely he doesn't do that. I do get made fun of by my friends as being a Bob Dylan fan uh, because a lot of my friends can't like you like can't stand him just because I know they think his voice sounds like you know nails on a scrap on a chalkboard but uh, I do not take it that way I just love I love I love the uniqueness of his voice it's really you know it's really beautiful cool. um, let's go into and like a timeline yeah. of Bob Dylan. A little history. Yeah. If you, you guys can chime in whenever if you yeah. have something that you want to say. If you want to add something that we may have missed. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever you're feeling. Um, so Bob Dylan was born in 1941 in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, and he grew up in Hibbing. Which is in the Iron Age. It is. And I went on a road trip um, like a couple weeks ago just to kind of see the fall colors mostly in Duluth. Um, and when I was up there, I was like, hey, Bob Dylan's from here. I completely forgot. So we, we um, changed course and did like a little uh, tribute to Bob Dylan kind of thing where we, um, I took a photo at, with the Highway 61 sign. It's on my Instagram. <laughs> um, not, not to plug my Instagram <laughs> or anything, but it's on there. Um, I, took, I took a photo at his house, um, his childhood home. And then there's a little, there's a street um, that's kind of like, tribute to him um in Duluth it's called Bob Dylan Way I recommend going to any of those any and all of those places if you're ever in Duluth um they're really cool um so yeah that's sort of where he uh was he was born in Duluth and he grew up in Hibbing and then his real name is Robert Zimmerman um yeah yeah which is yeah I think it'll be so interesting because it's probably like the only Jewish family or like one of the few but maybe not because it's like the iron Around range 19 i don't know yeah the iron range at that time was very um ethnic right you know a lot of people from eastern europe from i actually have a friend from croatia i mean not from croatia but her ancestry is croatian and she grew up in hearing uh, so like a lot of slavic people um um, so I don't think it's that unusual that there was been a Jewish family. Yeah. In living. Oh, I think about it. Um, and something that we learned from the documentary was the first like live performances that he saw were like performers in blackface in like okay. at the carnivals yeah. and yep. stuff like that. And um, I, if you want to listen, I highly recommend listening to the 1916 Project, the New York Times podcast that they did, and they talk about how African American music, or like American music, is African American music, and vice versa. And mm -hmm. I think, especially with Bob Dylan and his blues music and his folk music, it's important to recognize that that stems from an African American tradition. Mm -hmm. um, their documentary mentioned Odetta. Who's an African American folk singer, and um, I can't remember any others at the top of my head, but um, yeah, that's and yeah, performers in blackface. I think it's interesting that like that's literally all that he saw. 
yeah did he did he start like in i don't know if i remember this right from the documentary but did he start like performing in a circus or like with a circus or did he just mm. see the like was he just seeing the circus i think he was just seeing inhibiting it. like the town circus that passed through or whatever. yeah i think okay. he was just seeing it and I, then, yeah i don't i don't really remember yeah um, i think it was like he just like in high school okay like, yeah he was because he was people. talking about that yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. interesting so then he eventually goes to dinky town with a few of them forms there and then moves to new coffee york houses. coffee houses yeah um you've probably been in places where people form i don't know i, I remember I, I think it was from the documentary when they were interviewing him he was talking about his family and he said he felt like he was born into the wrong family yeah. like some mistake had been made and uh you know not only did he leave hibbing but he didn't come back, no, um, never came back. and, and you know, i don't know what his relationship with his family is or was but um i think he when he left he pretty much left for good yeah and the documentary said he left the day after graduation like, like, like that's like yeah. kind of crazy. Jeez. That might he might have exaggerated at that point. Um, but. Maybe he said he lived in New Mexico. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. That's Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he moved to Greenwich Village and then met Joan Baez and started doing civil rights music and took part in the March on Washington, all of that. Um. Something Joan Baez did call him out for was that he didn't participate enough. Like, he didn't really protest actively that much back then. Um, and then he also never really said what his songs were about. So it's just like, it made me like, like watching it and now, and then kind of like made me question his motives a little bit. And because he has such a big ego. and. That's true. <laughs> like, I would not want to hang out with Bob Dylan. And in, in when he was, like, my age, he's probably a really big dick. But um, <laughs> Well, he, did, he yeah. did get married, and he had yeah. some kids. And uh, what I remember him saying is he was trying to have a somewhat normal life mm-hmm. with his family. And he was pretty tough because he was pretty famous at that point in time. And yeah. I'm thinking that may have contributed to the reason why he stepped away mm. from the, the kind of the leadership role in the civil rights movement yeah. um, for, for at least, you know. Yeah, like it's people, definitely yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. Especially when you're that famous. Like we don't, you don't take it into perspective because we're not. Yeah. Bob Dylan, so it's hard to it's hard to like people don't put call your, me prophet. Yeah, like. no, it's it's hard to put yourself in those shoes, you know. Yeah, and like, what would you do if you suddenly became that famous? Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't yeah. famous for a really long time. Remember, like we said, he was playing in Greenwich, is Greenwich, it Greenwich Village. Village, um, in like coffee shops and trying to get uh, on a mm-hmm. record label. He went to like multiple, um, and finally he got signed but like no Columbia. one really like, liked that but like yeah but it was it was through a recommendation right from this mm-hmm. this other guy that was highly in, held in high esteem um but like he didn't really like he wasn't super famous for or he was um he wasn't that famous for a long time and then like all of a sudden he got really famous mm-hmm. um so like that could have played mm-hmm. an impact in, into his like Does personal life head, and definitely yeah. takes a toll on like 
yeah, just what what he thought and felt and stuff, and having that much responsibility. I think also because it happened when he was so young, it's yeah. really hard for him to fit that in perspective. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> right out of you college. Know, like right. He, he dropped out of college. And, and, you know, and yeah. I'm happy to hear, that, hear stories like that all the time when yeah. young people become famous and they really don't know how to deal with it's, it. It's, like to, it's almost like today. Like You can probably, mm-hmm. I, I don't know many artists of today, but you can pinpoint, <laughs> I'm sure you can pinpoint an artist in recent history that's that's had the same sort of, like Britney Spears, maybe I don't know. <laughs> that's what doing... I think of. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just it's just interesting. You can like, Crisis. yeah, you can definitely see it across like generations. Yeah. One of my favorite stories about Bob Dylan mm-hmm. is how he befriended uh, Woody Guthrie. Oh. And I'm actually a big Woody Guthrie fan too, and I think that's how one of the ways he got hooked into folk music is that he was really really inspired by Woody Guthrie. So when he moved to New York, he looked up Woody Guthrie, who at that time had Huntington disease. He was suffering from Huntington disease and he was almost, he's pretty much on his deathbed. Um, but he went and visited him in a nursing home a few times. And um, he actually wrote a song about him. One of his first songs was written about Woody Guthrie and the inspiration he had on him. You know, and, and it's funny you mentioned that because before you made that comment, I was thinking of that very song. <laughs> and I, I was gonna make the point Kind of following up what you said, Dave, David, about um, how whatever you're thinking of, he has Dylan has written on it, and mm-hmm. I was just thinking about what's going on today and all the, you know, coming up to this election and all the political dissension and the, the conflict and whatnot, and and in that song he has this lyric, and, I'm, and maybe you can help me, but it's it's something about, um, you know, he's, talk, he's talking about the the world, the earth, and I think it's the ode to Woody Guthrie. Uh, it's her song for Woody, maybe it's called, mm-hmm. and, and he goes, it's 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 old and it's tired and it's worn. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's dying, but it's and it's hardly been born. Right. Um, and so we'll just come about the earth or the country, but but mm-hmm. uh, anyway, that 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 like I'll just observe something in life, and my mind goes to some song where he's talked about that, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, that's mm-hmm. what I was thinking of just right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Should we listen to a song? Just, yeah, Michael's let's listen recording? to a song. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. listen to Blowing in the Wind. Because we're talking about civil rights. We'll listen to Blowing in the Wind. Do we want to say like where it's from? Like what um, album it's from? It's from the Freewheeling album. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came out in? 64. Do we want to fact check? 62, 63. We can do a quick fact guess. check. Wait, like, um, wait, everybody okay, take a guess. Okay, take a guess. All right, everybody let's take a guess. guess. <laughs> I say like uh, I'll say sixty four. I'm gonna say sixty. Mm, I'll say sixty four. How about that? Okay. I'll say sixty two. Oh. I'll, I'll go sixty three. Just <laughs> randomly. He's right. Sixty three. Oh my goodness. Sixty three. Okay. Oh, Let's wow. To blowing in the wind. Sung by Michael. And that was such a huge year for the civil rights movement. Sixty three. Yep. Years. Yep. That's when the. How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? How many seas must a white dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? Yes, and how many times must the cannonballs fly before Oh, the answer, my friends, is blowing in the wind.
The answer is blowing in the wind. Yes, and how many years can a mountain exist before it's washed to the sea? Yes, and how many years can some people exist before they're allowed to be free? Yes, and how many times can a man turn his head and pretend that he just doesn't see? Oh, the answer, my friends, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Yes, and how many times must a man look up before he can see the sky? Yes, and how many ears must one man have before he can hear people cry? Yes, and how many deaths will it take till he knows that too many people have died? I answer, my friends, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Oh, great job, Michael. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. How many takes did that take? Two. That took me two <laughs> takes, guys. Just so you know, it, it was it was definitely two. Definitely <laughs> two. Uh, no one can verify it, but my, you know, I I I stand by my word. It was two. <laughs> well, you're still anyway. not Dylan yet because I am not. No. <laughs> Dylan would record a song on one take. Oh, probably, and he did the harmonica as well, which I don't have and can't play. Um, but yeah, I gave it my best yeah. shot. I had some fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. So the switch to electric music, what did that like mean? Or like, cause you, I mean, you were talking about how your friend who was listening to Bob Dylan, he like hated that. Yeah. I have a good friend. Um, I'm a teacher and I used to teach with her. She's retired now, but she's a, she is a baby boomer and she was born in the 40s about you know about the same time as bob dylan and um so she went she went to university of michigan in the 60s so she went to a lot of protests and a lot of um, um she was an activist at the at the university and she was a big bob dylan fan and she always tells me about how um him, how impacted she was when Bob Dylan switched from folk music to rock and roll. It was like, <laughs> it was like the end of the world for her. She didn't understand what was going on. And I've heard that from other people too, that that was just such a huge shift, you know, that he, that he took at that time. Uh, and a lot of people, and, it, and it's in that um, documentary done by um, Scorsese that's on Netflix. And <laughs> uh, a lot of people, they went to his concerts Know, when he switched to electric that you know they just they just walked out they couldn't they couldn't stand it they couldn't you know what's going on i can't understand what he's saying and and all the distortion and you know with the with electric guitar and and they just they just couldn't get it and the thing i think i, I admire most about this is like one of the things i admire most about dylan is that he didn't play to his audience <laughs> you know he's going to do whatever he wanted to do mm. and Actually, it was in that documentary where someone said, I can't remember how they, actually how they put it, 
they said something about uh, he never went to the audience. The audience always came to him. You know, he put things out there and he didn't really care if people liked it or they didn't like it. You know, um, he just he just did it because he enjoyed doing it and he wanted to be creative. And, you know, if he, if he didn't like it, you know, <laughs> he didn't really care. Uh, and that's one of the things I, I admire a lot about him. Well, and and then in later years, uh, because of that same uh, tendency of, of doing things the way he wanted to do them, uh, when he would sing his older songs, he would play them completely differently, um, right. almost unrecognizable. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, he did that, and you know, uh, people would complain about it. I'm glad he does that because it just makes it more interesting. Um, I'm glad that he went to electric. Um, because, you know, like a Rolling Stone came out of that and mm -hmm. so many other great songs. And then mm -hmm. he, he did a lot, a lot of the songs that he did as folk songs, he did also as electric songs. So you had these two great ver two versions. I'm thinking of um, one song called I Don't Believe You, or I think that's, it has the subtitle maybe, I Don't Believe You. Both great songs both as acoustic and uh, as electric. Um, mm -hmm. So it, there's just a lot more music that he, he generated because he, he um, you know, he just went with how he wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we listen to an electric song? Yeah, why don't we listen to, do you want to listen to like a Rolling Stone? Yeah, let's do that Let's one. listen to like a Rolling Stone. Wait, what, got, what year did that album come out? Oh my goodness, are we going to do this? Okay, yeah. let's make it quick. I'm going to make a guess of 1965. Wait, no. No, I, I changed my guess. 1968. <laughs> okay. Wait, Tata, what year was... Okay, I'll say... I will say 65. Um, 67. Uh, Tata's right. 65? <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was Like a Rolling Stone. Super cool. Um, we thought it would be fun to do like a quiz, <laughs> to quiz you guys on your Bob Dylan knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
Because um, they're such big fans. Yeah, right? they're we such wanna, big fans. We'll put them on the spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. What is his most listened to song on Spotify? I'm going to say that one. Like a Rolling Stone. Uh, I'll say Blowing in the Wind. No, it's like a Rolling Stone. That's why I asked the oh. question. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. That was a trick one, maybe, man. <laughs> Okay. Um, let's see. Should I just guess any of these? Yeah. yeah oh my good. gosh. Okay. How many albums did Bob Dylan make? Oh my god. He's still making them. It's amazing. Yeah. I guess. I would have no idea. I'll say. Let's see, you started. I'm gonna say thirty. Okay. I'll say. Is it going to be the closest one? Is that the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say 31. Oh, my God. Oh, no. okay. It is 39. So you were the closest one. Oh, my God. Bob Dylan uh, made 39. No, he... Yeah. 39 albums. And still yeah. making. Still, still making, making albums, still right? Making so albums. he's incredible. By this point, maybe... Uh, 40. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Um, how, okay, let's do another. How many mm -hmm. songs? Do you think he's written like and i guess <laughs> okay 39 you got to do math right here yeah this guess. is a this is a math quiz though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'll go with 400 okay here i'll go with 500 yes like Ooh. over 500 <laughs> oh, they, yeah. i couldn't find an exact number but i okay. just said over 500 and you didn't go through every single song <laughs> no oh no, my god perfection here folks. <laughs> a lot of songs he never maybe never recorded too yeah no Sorry. i guess yeah oh that's true oh man because that's like prince right because like prince is just released like an album of like unreleased songs well recently. i think that's why they released all these bootleg you know bob mm. dylan bootleg tapes right oh or, yeah that's um, right cds because that has um things that songs that were never really recorded hmm. officially okay um, um fun question how tall is bob dylan yeah okay i'll go mm. first uh i'll say five eight i'm gonna say five ten we're the same height we're both five seven <laughs> Five seven. Okay. Me and, Bob, me and Bob Dylan are the same height. Wow! 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 What a connection, Marta. <laughs> that is. Dang. That's why, when I found that out, I was like, oh, that would be fun. And we got to include it in there, right? Just right. To, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> are we going to guess his weight next? No. <laughs> no, but we, but we are going to guess his age. No. How old we, is well, Bob Dylan? We already said. But we already, he, he said he was Oh, we said. Oh my God! Yeah. So he already. Around 79. 79. Yeah, 79. yeah that's, exactly. that's some good math right there. And making albums at 79. That's some that's, good math. That's true. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, Let's have a really good doctor. Hopefully <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> well, he has the money. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Do you like, what, did Bob Dylan write this song? Like, okay. Are these, um, yeah. are these the ones we're going to do right down here? Yeah. Everyone's okay. Did Bob Dylan write this lyric? Yeah. When I die, just bury me deep, down at the foot of old Chestnut Creek, so I can hear old number nine as she goes roaring by. I don't know that one. I'm going to say no. Okay, and that's, no, he didn't write that lyric. <laughs> no. I don't, who was, oh my gosh. You found that lyric. 
I did find that lyric. Oh, <laughs> Arlo right Guthrie. Is it? No, it's from it's from Arlo. It's, it's from, from Arlo, Arlo Guthrie. Guthrie. Okay, we were trying to oh, New Orleans. Or... No, nah. it's not New Orleans. It's one of his like uh, lesser known songs. Oh, I yeah. I yeah. forgot the the title of it, but I was trying to make it a little tricky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is this another one? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Ugh, this one's too easy. It's fine. <laughs> When the rain is blowing in your face and the whole world is on your case, I could offer yes, you a warm yes, embrace. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and what's the rest of it? <laughs> Make you feel my love. Yes. Okay. I think that's a really beautiful song. And, and Adele did not write that song. Yeah. Adele, no, it's Garth, when you... Garth Brooks did it. What? Adele. I mean, he, he uh, recorded it as well. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. but Bob Garth Dylan Brooks. wrote it. When, it. when it pops up, did you say, like, when you search it up, um, what's the name of the song? Make you feel my love. Make you feel my love. Doesn't it come up with Adele or does it come up with? Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's not Adele. Just like the Jimi Hendrix thing all along the watchtower is Bob Dylan and not Jimi Hendrix. Um, Okay. okay. I have another one. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Take me to the lakes where all the poets went to die. I don't belong and my beloved, neither do you. Those Windermere peaks look like a perfect place to cry. I'm setting off, but not without my muse. Don't know that one. I don't know that one either. Yes, I know. So, no. <laughs> if I don't. No? No, we're going to say no? So. Okay. Unless it's What's the that. verdict? So, what is it? No, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> 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 well, that's a little bit embarrassing. I thought it was tricky. Really yeah, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying. We were trying. I was trying. Oh, I thought it was. Would... No, I tried. I. Mm. Okay. <laughs> nice. Taylor Swift. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh! Should we um? Um, we do finish the song. Lyric. Should we do finish the song lyric now? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's the one we were just talking about. Oh, get born, keep warm. Short pants, romance. Learn to dance. Get dressed. Get blessed. Try to be a success. What's the next line? Yeah. Yes. What's the next line? Phrase. Whatever Maybe you. Success. I, I don't know. I don't know. My mind's like you are studying yeah. in the car. Yeah, I know. I oh, but his lyrics are me like it's ten verses like for every song. One. Yeah, and and even held up the placards and we still yeah, don't know. Right. he did. Yeah, was that, that was that a song that you were mentioning that he just wrote random stuff to? to yes. Do? Okay. I think so and yeah. that's kind of like yeah. everyone's. Is that the one with the video? Yeah, yeah. Holds yeah. The, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. just random words. Yeah. 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 Subterranean. Oh God. Subterranean homesick blues. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the the next lyrics are. Um, oh yeah, you can. Do please her, please him. Buy gifts. Don't steal. Don't lift. Twenty years of schooling. Like, and they the push you on the day shift. Look out, kid. Yep. Something you did. I may or may not have written a lesson plan based off of that song. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> I want to come to that lesson. <laughs> Let's all be there. Okay. So how about for this next one? We just like cut it a little shorter yeah. just to make it a little yeah. easier right. um, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, a princess on the steeple and all the pretty people they're all drinking thinking that they've got it made exchanging all precious gifts you better take your diamond ring you better pawn it babe give me the it couple words me, babe. what it ain't me babe you 
No, this is um, this is um, like a Rolling Stone. Do you want Do you want a couple more words? Just give me two more words. <laughs> okay, here. But you better take your diamond ring. You better pawn it, babe. You. You. <laughs> you. You. <laughs> used to be. You used to be. You used to. Confused, oh my gosh! Confused. I think <laughs> it rhymes oh with God. confused. <laughs> to be so amused by yes, Napoleon amused. and rapes and the you language that he used. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, go to him now. He calls it. You can't refuse because yep. you ain't got nothing. You got nothing to lose. Yeah. You got no secrets nice. to conceal. Yep. yep. How does it yes. feel? Yeah. Oof. There we go. There we go. Nice. That was that was good. That was. Yeah. That wasn't bad. I think just the first one, like one? the first one's tough because it's got just oh. a bunch of random words. Yeah. Um. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That was. That's from a different song that I found. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Thanks. So what's um, is that it? Are we wrapping we up? We can like play a song. We can. Do you want to kind of like a closing song? Yeah, we can do like a closing um, song. I'm. I'm feeling. Whatever. Oh, we were doing well because we let's do something from the best album that he did. Okay. Tangled up in blue. Sure. Let's so, do. Or blood on the tracks or like whatever. Yeah, that's from that album. Tangled up in blues from blood on the tracks. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. okay. You want to play tangled up in blue yeah. as we close? Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys, for coming. This was really yeah. Fun. Thank, thank you for you. coming. Thank, thank you. you. Thank we you. learned a lot. It's, it's nice. You know, sometimes I think about young people and I think, gosh. It's, you know, most of them don't know who Bob Dylan is, or, or if they do, they don't know his music. And I feel bad. I, I really feel bad. Like, gosh, they're missing out. And they it's are. nice that you guys are they doing it. Oh, that's true. We did like a poll on our Instagram. Oh. Um, do you listen to Bob Dylan? And I don't think it was accurate because if you listen to Bob Dylan, you responded yes to the poll. But if you didn't, you didn't respond at all. So it was all yeses. Okay. Oh, oh, yes. I don't think people listen to Bob Dylan. But... No, me neither. No. And you should. you should. If you're listening to this podcast and yeah. you have any interest at all, even if you don't have any interest at all, you should just listen to his, one of his songs. Yeah. Um, because he's, he's amazing. Good. And yeah, yeah. A Minnesota legend. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for watching uh, or listening. Excuse me. Catch us on <laughs> Instagram <laughs> at Kava Pod, Pod. Um, and then also on Spotify at Kava. Yeah. Um, every Apple Sunday. Podcasts. Yeah. Thanks. See ya. If folks, they said their lives together Shoes are gonna be rough They never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bank book wasn't big enough And he was standing on the side of the road Rain falling on the shoes Heading out for the East Coast Lord knows he paid some dues Getting through Tangled up in blue